1: The Biden administration recently unveiled a $2.2 billion relief initiative to provide support to black farmers and other individuals who have faced discrimination in federal lending programs. This morning, to talk about this issue is political commentator Opio Ciccone. Good morning, Opio.
2: Good morning, Chris. Uh, great. great to be on the show.
1: Good to have you. Uh, Opio, uh, this initiative is part of a much larger allocation by the Biden administration as he had introduced uh, his Inflation Reduction Act, which allocates 3.1 billion dollars to assist distressed borrowers in paying off their farm debts, in addition to this 2.2 billion specifically allocated for Black farmers. Uh, something that uh, you know many people feel is long overdue.
2: Right. Yeah. And right now, and some people who are online, they might be seeing now that uh, there are farmers uh, based on post and, and advertisements uh, that. Uh, There's these entities or or companies or organizations that are letting black farmers know and letting farmers in general know uh, there's this $2.2 billion and there's this discrimination if you were discriminated against, uh, please contact us and so on. And that's because uh, they cannot implement that program through the USDA. And the biggest problem with the USDA is federally. Uh, that's usually the last resort for farmers. But the USDA runs their system not through some national Washington system, but they use they run that system through the hands of the county. And this is why you have such a big problem when you think about the USDA. I think about the White Citizens Council. Think about police officers locally. Imagine uh, you have a big civil rights bill nationally, but you're told that local police officers have to implement that and make sure that there's no issues. That's been the problem years and years. At one point in time, uh, black people owned 14 percent. Now we are 1 percent of farmers. Um, we're talking about losing land value of over 300-something million uh, uh, dollars, uh, over 300-something billion dollars uh, over uh, a century uh, and what we've lost. And, of course, there was the Pickford v. Glickman case where uh, about 20 years ago there was a settlement, and ultimately Barack Obama had to write in, uh, I think it was $1.2 billion or more, um, to uh, settle a big, that big case. Not enough people were ultimately uh, brought into that uh, those settlements. Which there was a one track and a two track. The one track was very simple. You get fifty thousand uh, dollars if you're a black farmer. Uh, track two, uh, if you can prove that you were discriminated more, you can get a large sum. I'm talking about millions and millions of dollars. And then there's the Pickford two situation. And when I was in law school, I actually helped some farmers uh, dealing with this. I got put into a will as a result of this, uh, as a matter of fact. But Pickford 2 was a result of the large number of farmers that you know ultimately didn't get money during the Pick Pickford 1 uh, settlement. And so now the Biden administration, through its um, Build Back Better program, decided that they're going to look at this issue. They ultimately put out four what four billion dollars to deal with this? And then the white farmers came around say, I don't care if they were discriminated against, we're going to um, lock this up in court. So they end up locking uh, this up in court a couple years ago, and then they had to go back and they had to um, uh, take race out of it. And it was interesting, you get to understand race by listening listening to this. And so now you got what somewhere around five billion right, two point two. Billion goes towards the the black farmers or the farmers that were discriminated against because you can't say black. And then the 3.1 billion goes for those people, uh, those farmers uh, who uh, just are poor, uh, need money. And it's really for white white folks because they were, because they were angry because black people were getting money. So that's a 3.2 3.1 billion dollars go to white folks. $2.2 billion goes to those who were discriminated against. Uh, now, so you're going to get tens of thousands of people, uh, blacks that's going to go for those loans. And, and ultimately, the end of uh, the period for this is the 31st. And so there's an implementation that's going on right now. But they couldn't, again, use the local county. They actually are using different organizations to do that uh, because you can't trust the local county. And so the right. 31st is when this ends. And then they're supposed to be getting this money out by the end of the year,
1: right? I know that and, was oh, long,
2: Chris. I know that was long, but I, I really wanted to kind of flesh it out a bit.
1: Yeah, no, 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 that's fine because I was going to ask you about some of the things that you actually had talked about because you know people are um, asking if this plan goes far enough, and then also the same token with people uh, not knowing the full background about you know where we are and how we got here and you in and, and the original uh, issue related to the black farmers. Uh, was that, you know, they weren't able to get uh, the loans or the lending uh, programs or access to the, to different um, resources and financial resources that were being provided by uh, the government through the USDA, uh, and basically were kind of just locked out of that stuff. And a lot of their, you know, their their livelihood and their and their family property was put in jeopardy, where they had, you know, the ability to pass on generational wealth. And certainly this had impacted them in a negative way, while other uh, farmers, non-black farmers, were allowed to prosper and a lot of times be able to just get the support they needed to get over the hump during some bad times. Uh, So I'm glad that you were able to kind of shed some light uh, on all of that, because certainly this issue has been going on for some time. Um, It's never fully been resolved. And I think the average person uh, listening to it, you know, never really gets back to the original point of why um, the black farmers have been so adamant about trying to sue the government and trying to work with the government in order to um, be able to get uh, some sort of uh, retribution for all the wrongs that they've had to endure over the years, which has spanned generations. Right. And think about it. We're talking about
2: farmers and we're talking about a business. We're not talking about people just living on a farm and those farmers, their house, and you're just... uh, grabbing his loans to pay just regular bills. No, it's easier to get loans when there's a business there that has cash flow, right? And so it, these loans are actually supposed to be easy to get. It's supposed to be the last result, right? And so the USDA, but it's being ran by the White Citizens Council. You have to think about it that way. The White Citizens Council, and they're connected through the court system. They're connected to the, to the sheriff, all of them. And so you can imagine uh, how many black farmers cried because they've lost land, because they would do things like this. The, um, the white farmers, when it's time for all the crops to come in, and, and everybody know there's a system that's set up, uh, the white farmers, they would go out and get their loans, and their loans would come in the black, within, say, 30 to 60 days. Black farmers, they would go the same process, living right across the street, and they would, they would, the people would come out and say, "You don't look like a farmer," or "Are uh, you sure that this is your land?" Or, they would do all these things that are, are are super racist. And then it would be sometimes six months to a year before they can even get part of the money. And so, if you're raising certain crops, a lot of the times they'll get some money or no money and then after the crop, and then you have to sell, and then the banks don't care, and so you have to sell your home, you have to sell your business, and guess who buys those business when it's up for auction for a penny on the dollar? The white citizens council people. Now they're taking, now it's big bank taking little bank. That's happened to black people over and over and over. And so, you know, I'm being real civil. It's hard to be civil when you talk about this, when you know so many black men have cried and cried and cried as a result of looting their homes, doing everything right, working hard. But it's the local government that decided that, uh, that they will uh, destroy their lives. And so when you talk about getting money back and getting money because they're discriminated against, there are white people saying, say, I don't care if you're discriminated against, I still want money. Even though their grandfather and their great-grandfather took the land of the people, that they're saying that they don't want them to have any more money. And so you get people that went from thousands of acres to one or two acres now.
1: It's right. really, really
2: bad situation.
1: Right. And, Opio, and, I think the other thing is that, you know, I think when a lot of people think of farmers, and I think you kind of alluded to this earlier, and, and black farmers in particular, you know, they think of uh, some fam- a, a family uh, in the deep South that's, you know, basically got some crops that they're putting on there. Um, for themselves, and maybe they might go to a, a local farmers' market and try and sell some of the uh, their products, you know, to kind of maintain their family. But you're actually, you know, talking about with black farmers and farming in general, you know, they're small businesses, but in general, some of them could be very big businesses, or big big farming business and it could be it's a very lucrative, Um, situation, if you're positioned properly and have the proper resources in place to be able to take advantage of the opportunities um, to grow different uh, crops and products. Um, Here in the U.S., we also talk about or we hear people talking about the U.S. providing, you know, aid to all these different countries. They're dropping off different types of grains and things of that nature. And, you know, knowing what we know about when the government is paying for something. I mean, they're they're going to try and get they they oftentimes try and get the uh, lowest point price point they can when it comes to farming and agriculture. But the the quantities that they're buying are so huge that there are people who are make get, who are getting very wealthy off of farming here in the U.S. And unfortunately, it doesn't trickle across the board. Right, and you
2: probably know that there are some farmers they get paid not to farm. They get paid. Sometimes millions of dollars. And guess what? It's the local white folks that determine who gets those. They're the ones that approve the loans, and they're the ones that approve the grants. They're the ones that approve uh, aid. If aid come in just for minorities, you call them up and they'll say things like, oh, um, yeah, we don't know too much about that. But not only uh, minorities, but whites should receive it, too, and they'll hang up on them. These are things that happen at local offices. And so you don't wonder why. Over 100 years, you went from millions and millions uh, in farming uh, and hundreds of, mil- hundreds of billions of dollars in losing land value for black people. Uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting. And I, I think that I think what Biden is doing and, and Kamala, Kamala Harris is doing, I think is great. But when we talk about $2.2 billion versus $300 billion in, in loss, Uh, I think that yeah, go towards that 2.2 billion, but in a race that 3.1 billion dollars as well. And this is why I think about race. It's a competition. Black people should be told to go after that 3.1 billion dollars that are poor as well, and not allow that money just to stay on the on the table for white folks.
1: All right. Well, Opio, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show uh, and also uh, providing. Uh, a a clear perspective of this issue that's in front of us with the black farmers. It's always a pleasure, Chris. Appreciate it.